Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our very first episode, 702 Sports on the Sideline, featuring me, Big Al, and my man, JP. What's up? How you doing? Good, good. Good. Let's do this. We got some great topics today. Special guest, Paul Brooks, global ambassador for Best Buddies, Special Olympics silver medalist in B-ball. I repeat, silver medalist in basketball. Can't wait for him to come on. First topic we like to talk about is the Aces, the red hot Aces. Don't you agree? I do. They just actually uh, broke a WNBA record for uh, with their 30th win. Yeah. So congratulations on that. We yeah. also got a Hall of Fame coach, Becky Hammond. Recently inducted mm-hmm. into, to the uh, Hall of Fame, um, I think earlier this month in uh, August 12th. August 12th. Getting that information really had me on fire. Fire! Had me on fire for Becky. Here it is. We got the WNBA playoffs that start on the 13th, and the end of the season's on the 10th. So we ready to rock and roll, Vegas. Back to back, Jack. WNBA champions, first ever in UNLV. UNLV. In Las Vegas history, excuse me. <laughs> Bonk. Yeah, I like that. I like the bomb. Okay. But then we also have two other things. We have two teams that the NBA is going to be coming out with. One is Vegas. One is Seattle. And then, if you haven't heard in the news, the A's are coming to be determined on the date. But me and JP was talking about, since we're talking about baseball, futures. Baseball futures on who could be hot and getting there. JP, who you think is gonna that's gonna win the World Series this year? I'm liking the Atlanta Braves right about now. And it's and I'm not saying it's because you have the shirt. Uh Braves. my best friend's actually a, a Braves fan, but I think they played great baseball year. They got good pitching, great hitting. Yes, indeed. I, even though I'm hesitant to they've been playing so well, you, it never really usually works out that that way in the end. But I, I I got to say right now, I'm, I'm liking the Braves. That's my team, and last year we lost three games to one to the Phillies, which the Phillies this year is my best long shot pick I like. 22-1 to one to a team that was in the big dance last year, while the Braves are 3-1, to one, the Dodgers are 4.5-1, to one, the O's is 10-1, to one, and the red-hot Rays that started hot in the beginning has sizzled down but still is worth value at 12 to 1. Now, another topic I'd like to talk about real quick is the Raiders. The Raiders. I want to talk about the Raiders, right? Finally, Josh Jacobs signed his contract. <sighs> Finally, Josh Jacobs signed his contract. Still got Devontae Adams. The best wide receiver. The best. He's one of the best wide receivers in the, the NFL. Best. And no... No reason we can't think he's going to have another great season this year. Yep, and, and, and the thing about it is, can Jimmy G stay healthy, right? Yeah, for me, I mean, I think that's that's what I've thought this offseason. They had a certain thing in Derek Carr. He's He was a great quarterback for us here mm-hmm. for so long. Last year, toward the end of the year, they kind of shut him down and, and uh, wanted to go a different direction. I, I don't know, know that I'm, I'm really personally loving – Jimmy G has the answer for that. We'll see. He's he's had issues of staying healthy, so that's going to be the biggest question mark this year for me is 
what kind of year he can have and if he can actually at least be as good a, of a quarterback as he was with San Francisco when he was healthy. But I think, you know, being staying healthy will be the key for him this year. You're right, because you know what? When you're younger, you do stay healthier. What do you think about that, Willie? I think I'm all right about it. Sit down. This, is our, this is our guy you'll see every time his name is Willie. One leg Willie, but I call him Willie B. And his best friend, Popeye. Popeye, what you think? Okay. All right. So, we heard what they like. Now, me and JP was talking about something about futures, NFL futures. Me, on the, Nash, on the, on the NFC side, I like the Eagles. They were in the dance last year. They lost to my Chiefs, but they, got, they picked up more picks in the, in the draft. So, I think that they'll be there. The quarterback, Jalen Hurst, just signed his contract. So he's happy with his money, and he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. So I like the Eagles to go back to the dance. Now, in the AFC, I remember you was telling me. Who was it you like again in the AFC to represent? Yeah, I just personally, as much as I'm using NFC guy, I'm thinking the AFC, AFC will be the Super Bowl winner will be an AFC team again. Uh, it, to me, it comes right now down to quarterbacks play right now. You got, uh, I think, Cincinnati, Burrow, has had a little bit of a, you know, he's been banged up a little bit this this preseason, but mm-hmm. he's, uh, as of today, practicing. Last year, Buffalo versus Cincinnati has been exciting, right, for the last mm-hmm. few years. and so Exciting. And there's the question if Buffalo's window is closing or not. Um, but I, I, and I think Patrick Mahomes, to me, is the best quarterback in the NFL, um, now that Brady's not there mm-hmm. uh, in the NFL. So I think it's going to come down to one of those three teams, whoever wins the AFC Okay. Okay. Now, speaking of the Chiefs, the, <laughs> one of our WTF what has arrived. One of our producers just had a glitch in the Matrix. That's right. Yeah, we just we, we just had a glitch in the Matrix. So, speaking of the Chiefs, Chris Jones, why are you holding out? Frank Clark has already left. Chris, we need you to sign. We need you on the defensive line. Colts. Jonathan Taylor, not going to be playing. He's going to be out for about four games. They're a young team. They'll get it together. They'll give him his money, hopefully. If anybody listens to, to much sports radio or sports talk, this whole offseason has been about which team and which actually specific player, Aaron Rodgers. And so what are we thinking? Mm. Good what, point. What, when you think of that, what do you think of the Jets' chances? You know, What do you think? Brand-new coach, Robert Salah. The, the Jets have a defensive coach that, that, that is a head coach. Salah was good with the Niners, but he's there, and now he has a veteran quarterback. The, the Jets are still a young team. Like, no disrespect to the Jets. They're young. They just picked up a household name like Rodgers. So they still got to run through the gauntlet, and the gauntlet is the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Bills, and the Titans, especially if the Titans' running game is going on, and everybody thinks Jacksonville is a sexy, sexy pick. You know, you know the run they had last year. So I think, the, you know, the Jets got a lot cracked up to be. I mean, a lot of people will be on them nationwide, you know, because they got the they got Rodgers and everything. But but they'll be a fan favorite. Well, they just signed. They added Cook, so I like that. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think the Jets can be in the mix. Uh, but if I had, I think it's going to come down still. Aaron Rodgers, 
you know, even this morning I was listening to a different talk show where there, mm-hmm. you know, Keyshawn Johnson was talking a lot about mm-hmm. it not being necessarily his fault in the past, mm-hmm. and it's you know, the team game. But I think, I think Aaron Rodgers will have something to prove. So I think it's going to be interesting to see. It'll be fun to watch, and it's going to be. We'll have a lot of conversation this year. It's going to be. We'll be talking about them all year long, all year long. Go Gang Green. So, what do you think? What are we thinking for the Raiders? Um, What what if you have to say right now? What's your outlook for this year? What are you thinking? I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna stay really optimistic. I'm gonna say stay so optimistic about it because I'm looking forward to going to Allegiant Stadium. I haven't I haven't been to a Raider game yet, but I've seen them on TV and the place looks awesome and the energy inside of Allegiant Stadium. I mean, it's at a hundred from one to a hundred. It's at a hundred. So I like Josh Jacobs. I like SEC football. He came from Alabama. You know, I, I, I love the owner. You know, I love the owner. So I just want to know, like me and Willie, right, we want to know, can Jimmy G stay healthy? Okay, so we – and we like Adams. Love Adams, right, like, like Crosby on defense, right? So I'm, I'm going to stay positive. Between 1 and 100 – I'm going 98% positivity. Yeah, and I think for me it still comes down to everything we talked about. The AFC is just tough. I think the AFC has gotten only better this offseason. I think in general the teams that were great last year in the AFC mm-hmm. have only gotten better. The Jets, like we talked about, we had quarterback issues last year. Mm-hmm. Now they have you know, no no doubt an improvement with, with one of the best quarterbacks to play, Aaron Rodgers, so. So it's going to be tough, I think, for the Raiders, but you never know. I mean, that's why they play the games, right? But You're right. I just think I think they're they're a little ways away, and um, so hopefully hopefully they can solve the quarterback position, you know, with with Jimmy G. Hopefully we're wrong, and, You're and right. Jimmy G proves, proves to be the answer. Prove me wrong, Jimmy. Prove me wrong. Let's get these – our fans, our Las Vegas fans, on your side and not on your backside, okay? So, let's talk about our true passion, right, JP? What is it? College football! Boom, boom, boom! Go, Rebels, go! So, we're going to start off with this. Uh, My son, architecture student at UNLV. Miles, love you. Senior year. Go, Rebs, go. So, this is what I like to say. We were talking about earlier. First-year coach, Odom. The guy's resume ain't that bad. You, I mean, you shocked me, JP. I was like, we got a first-year guy, 25 and 25, 50%. Like, that starts my positivity chart. I'm feeling like I'm at a 60 with them. So I'm thinking, like, you know, the, the, I'll agree with what the coach said. The coach said, you know, positively we can hopefully go bowling, you know, go to a bowl game. Vegas gets into a bowl game. I've been here since 1980, everybody, and I would love to see Vegas get go bowling. Heck, I'll bring my bowling shoes. You know, but <laughs> but but uh, uh, I like them orange and black. Oh yeah. Okay. The thing about it is, I do not want Georgia to reap th- to repeat. I'm sorry. USC almost had a shot at repeating. Texas, you know, Vince, you know, Vince Young, stop that. You know, being an SEC guy, being a Gator guy, I just Georgia. I think their window's closing. But your team, Michigan, you tell me what you was telling me about. Go blue. 
Uh, well, I think this is the best team that Michigan's had, uh, definitely under Jim Harbaugh. Mm. But my question, Mark, is gonna, I'm not a huge Jim Harbaugh believer mm-hmm. in the bowl games so far that Michigan's won one game, one bowl game since he's been there. Mm. Um, matter of fact, I feel like they haven't won any of them since he's been But I think the first year they won that he was there, and they haven't won since. So, mm-hmm. you know, last couple of years they've been in the playoffs. They've lost – I expected them to lose to Georgia, I guess, two years ago, and Georgia won last year and the year before. So there's there's a, you know no shame in that to some degree. But last year definitely was a disappointment to see how they did against TCU. Mm. But they've got depth coming back. I mean, uh, Corum came back is coming back for for, mm. for another year. Got mm-hmm. hurt late last year. Mm-hmm. They got Donovan Edwards. So definitely talented. Definitely um, loaded, and, and they're starting out number two in the in the country. Everybody's talking about Georgia. I mean, I don't know that Georgia's window is necessarily closing. If you ask me, Georgia has to be the favorite. I, they got the experience. They've you know got a lot of people that have been there multiple years. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks a question though. That's what I like about Michigan having a JJ McCarthy, his third year coming back, and he's mm-hmm. lost two years in a row, but played in the playoffs both years. So, mm-hmm. and you know, of course, if you're talking to any Michigan fan or anybody that knows anything about the Big Ten or Michigan versus Ohio State. I do like that we beat them two years in a row, so I'm I'm hearing three. Can't wait to beat them again. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a couple games that happened last weekend. You know, U- USC won big and, oh, and Notre yeah. Dame won big, so it wasn't yeah. really anything competitive. But yeah. it did kick off last weekend. But we got some great games. What are you thinking this weekend? What What are some games you're looking at? Like, I I I like the rematch. You know, my Gators going to play in Utah. You know, we won last year at the Swamp, twenty nine twenty six. Quarterback Cameron Rising, he may not play this game. The Utah quarterback. The thing about it is this: Cameron Rising can throw the ball and run the ball, but they're missing one of their weapons. The tight end, he left to go to the pros, and he was big in the upset win when they upset at USC at Allegiant Stadium last year. So now he's gone. They're playing my Gators. I, I, um, he's coming off an ACL injury that he he had injured in the uh. In the bowl game last year, Cameron Rising. But the one thing about this that we're weak in, that we're lacking in the Florida Gators are, is a quarterback. Because our quarterback just went to the Colts. I was going to say, you that know? would be my question, is what what is what is, uh, what is Florida thinking? Are they pretty, pretty happy with what they have right now coming coming this year? I think they are. They, gotta still, they, they still have a good, a good defense, and they have a great running game. And, and something in this line right here, the line, Utah was favored by seven and a half. Now they're only favored by four and a half. Hmm. Hmm. So that's the game. That's the game on Thursday that, uh, you know, you kind of want to wash your hands with it. If you're going to wash it with hot water or cold water. But be careful. That's going to be a great game. And, and, and if you're thinking about from the Utah perspective, Utah uh, lost a close game. They beat. They almost beat USC. I think if I remember right, they were actually winning at least at halftime, or or just before halftime, they lost the lead, mm-hmm. and then USC kind of uh, USC. dominated in the second half. But right. I, I think Utah could take a lot of positives away from that. So I think that's going to be a great, great week one matchup. For great sure. week one. But then we we also got like we we touched base on you and me. We got Deion Sanders. We got prime time, people. Prime time. Now, finally, going to a big 12 conference. 
right? Now he's not with the, the school that he was with, Jackson State. Now he has the prize. And the prize is the Colorado Buffaloes playing TCU. And his son is still the quarterback. I repeat, his son that was very good last year, quarterback at Jackson State, is still quarterbacking at Colorado underneath his father. So I'm really looking forward to that game. TCU lost both their wide receivers last year. They went to the pros. So, again, why is Colorado getting three touchdowns? And I will say this. I mean, we talked about this uh, before the show, and mm-hmm. I think if I had to pick, I would pick TCU. But mm-hmm. what a great upset that would be oh, that week would be one. Great. I mean, that's what we. That's what's fun about college football. And That'd be great. It, you never know. I mean, I think TCU has more talent and is – is more established. They played in the playoffs last year. You're but, right. But Deion Sanders, I You're mean, right. give me prime. Give me prime. It's there we prime go, time, baby. Here we get some skin. There we go. We went from I don't know. I don't about- know if I'm willing to call, call it, but, you know, it's going to be exciting to watch. So hopefully yeah. uh, ne- next week it will be a hell of a show yeah. talking about somehow. I mean, Colorado's definitely coming back. With, with Deion mm-hmm. Sanders, it's only a matter of time in my opinion. It's just a matter of time. So, Dion, we'll give you a year pass, okay? Just make it interesting, you know what I mean, for us, us college football fans who breathe this, right? We breathe it, we drink it, we eat it. We look forward to Saturdays. We talked about another game we was talking about, which was, uh, oh, yeah, the big LSU-Florida State game. Now, Florida State is looking to be able to do some big things this year. They beat LSU last year by a, a fluke missed field goal. Lost 24-23. Actually, they got a, wasn't it a block extra point? Block extra point. Thank you, JP, for correcting me that. Thank you so much. And then JP also told me this. He said, Al, you know, LSU is missing their talented running back, huh? Yeah, they said the third straight year in a row that he Mm -hmm. won't be, he won't be playing this, this game. They just uh, talked about today. His name's John Henry, America. John Henry, talented running back. Going to miss out again. And then uh, one other game we kind of touched base on that I was looking at is two Heisman quarterbacks that are going head-to-head this Saturday. South Carolina's Spencer Ratliff and UNC, that's University of North Carolina, Drake May. Both quarterbacks are very good. The total in this game is 64. Don't be surprised they score 80 to 90 points. Because both these teams' defense is garbage. And it's just exciting me to talk about two better quarterbacks in, in college football right yeah. now is, is on that field. Yeah, you got both of them running for the Heisman. So that's the game that you want to sit back, pop your popcorn, not root on nobody, right, and just expect expect a lot of scoring in that game. That's North Carolina at South Carolina, 4.30 p.m. Pacific time. I'd like to wrap up a little bit of the sports talk with this right here. We got... A lot of construction out here because we got this Formula One race that's coming in November. And talk about construction. There's so much construction. People that work on the strip, we got to go another route to get to work. But you know what? For $3,000 a ticket, I already know Las Vegas is going to be loving it. And I already know Formula One is going to be loving it too. So put on your seatbelts because this is going to be big, big, big. Not bigger than the Super Bowl that's coming here though. Because that's going to be really, really big. And hopefully you'll see me and JP and, and our team here at there. Hey, so look forward look forward no, to seeing no, hopefully us. Hopefully about it. We will be at the Super Bowl. We will year. be yeah. at the Super Bowl. JP, the, the Raiders might not be there, but we'll be the there. Crystal Ball. 
you know, too soon, too soon. I think what we're doing here, having this podcast every week, having a special guest every week, I'm super excited to meet Paul Brooks because Paul Brooks really embodies excellence in everything he does. And I love that. I think that's exciting. He is a silver medalist. Like, I could only dream of being a silver medalist in anything. Um, and he's a global ambassador for one of our cause partners, one of our nonprofits that we contribute to. So how our, how Creation for Cause operates is it's a media company that basically donates a percentage of all the proceeds that they make to the different partner causes they're affiliated with. So the more partner causes we're affiliated with, the more donations that can be made to different organizations. And I just love the fact that it's about community, it's about local community, but it's also about bigger issues too. It's just that we're focused here in Vegas where we have such a great diverse group of people, super duper sports, right? Okay, don't get me started on the Raiders today. But uh, super duper sports and some and all these people that really want to contribute to this great community and to this phenomenal landscape that we've created here. And we just want to be a part of that and improve everybody's, ex yeah, it's great. It's very exciting. So Paul Brooks, ladies and gentlemen, he will be here. He will be one of the great guests that we have every week. I hope I'm not overreaching and saying we're gonna have a guest every week and we won't. But um, he's, in fact, he's knocking on the door. He's coming in. Hey, hello. Yay, How are you doing? How are you doing, Mr. Brooks? How are you doing? How are you doing, Mr. Brooks? Nice me. to meet you. Thank you, Mr. Brooks. Thank you. Thank you for being a global ambassador Thank you. for the people, yes. by the people. Yes, sir. I'm one of the people. Thank we you. are part of the people. Yes. Creation for causes the people. Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Anytime. We have some interesting topics to talk about. But the thing I like to talk about is what he did in the Special Olympics in the basketball game where he medaled. Could you please tell us how that was for you? Oh, it was a lot of fun. So, like, I think it was like five years ago, right? Mm -hmm. I got selected to go to the 2018 USA Games up in Seattle. Not from Seattle. Wow. So my okay. my whole entire family, my my grandfather watched me play for the first time. You know, aunts, uncles, cousins, friends watched me play for the first time. That I grew up going before I moved out here back in 2006. So we 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 surprised the country. You know, mm. Nevada strong. We showed them what Nevada strong can do. Mm -hmm. There were some very close games. We did mm. blow out a lot of teams, though. Okay. It's just that we, we came short. We lost. I didn't make my free throws at the end. We missed the buzzer beater, which was a, which was kind of a little heartbreaker. But the good news, what's more about just winning the silver medal, was that earning the recognition and respect that mm. when you think about Nevada, mm -hmm. you don't think there's no athletes. Mm -hmm. Nevada, we showed them that there is athletes and will be a force to be reckoned with in the future in Special Mix. I did really well. I played, I played hard, I played smart, and I was honored to be the captain of that team and we worked together. Captain? Yes. Yes. <laughs> captain, there we go. Yes, so All right. it, it was a lot of fun just like meeting other athletes from other states and really showing that like Nevada, we are Nevada strong and that was not, not only it was mm. not for representing Nevada, but showing how we can show we could stand what Vegas Strong was all about and we we're mm -hmm. well represented. And it was an honor winning that silver medal. It could have been gold, but we can't live in that what could have been world. You're right. And we can just, only thing we can do 
is grow stronger, keep working mm-hmm. for next go about. We will win the gold and add it to the le- awesome legacy that the sports that we have here in Las Vegas because mm-hmm. we got the gold Knights, mm-hmm. the Aces. You know, I'm wearing the shirt. Oh, we're gonna talk <laughs> about the Aces. I love yeah. that team. And, and then the Aces. So. And hopefully in the future we can get a special USA Games Championship as well. But mm. above all, I had mm. fun. My grandparents, they loved it. My parents loved it. My whole family and my uh, f- family and friends were very proud of me for go- going that far when we weren't supposed to, but mm-hmm. we did. But just showing that we can do it. So it was awesome memories and an awesome time in Seattle. I got goosebumps right now. See, you, you really um, touched me, you know, about having setbacks. But being the Vegas strong when you said that, you know, and and how we can't look back. We just got to keep going forward, keep going forward, keep going forward. And that that's about life because you're going to have your downs Mm -hmm. and you're going to have your ups. Your ups may be ups, but your downs may be harder than your ups. Mm -hmm. But we can't do nothing but just thank the good Lord above that we woke up. And try to keep going forward and not go backwards. And I want to thank you for reminding me of uh, of that. Vegas Strong. Yes. Thank you. You want a hug? Want yes, a hug? I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. You make me want to do more. You do. That's okay. So I think I heard you say that your family had not seen you play. Yes. How was that for you to know they were there and you were playing and they were seeing you for the first time? How did that affect you? Oh, I was excited. I was jumping for joy. I was so excited just to see them play. Like my grandfather, he never seen me play. Yeah. And a lot of my aunts and my cousins never seen me play before. So I was just more excited and nervous. I was excited just to say, hey, I'm an athlete too. I can yeah. do this. It runs in the family. And it hit and it hit and it, and it got, and I got the genetic athlete genetics too. But it was so great to see, see to not only to see him play, but to see how much we, I led the team and helped the team how much I really grown it was it was amazing experience for them they still talk about to this day they're they're like uh Mm. they they they, my name is Paul Brooks Jr so they call me like Jim are you gonna run that back I'm like I'm gonna keep practicing until I get the opportunity well I bet for not one's red hot second do they talk about gold they're thrilled with that silver because they don't they're not looking at like you're like well I missed a couple free throws and we didn't get I bet they're just over the moon oh yeah they're 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 so proud of me they're like they're sitting there. They're excited. They're like, "Oh, he did it! He yeah. made it to a championship game when they weren't supposed to." It was just an amazing experience just to see how much our team grown, battle adversity. There was one game we were down by seventeen, like with three minutes left. And we came back and won. Wow! I was just wow. gonna ask, wow. how much training did you do? Wow! Oh, pre- preparing for USA yeah. games. I had to change my nutrition. I had to really run every day. I had to go core. My trainer was literally just calling me every day, doing workouts two to three times a day. I was just really want, training like hard. I was out there playing basketball with my friends. I was out there calling friends that were hoopers. I was like, hey, you know, I know you're better than me, but make me better. You know, I, I, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's okay if, if people are that are better than you. I'm okay but with playing against hoopers that are better than me because it's going to make me stronger in the long run. So I said, okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep training. Let's keep training. So I was training. I was training like in 100 plus degree weather just for a chance to really do it. And it paid off. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you that that's a big leadership thing. Yes. You, know, you surround yourself with people who are better than you and you rise to the occasion. If you were going to give some advice to someone who is starting out playing b-ball and wants to achieve some of the things you've achieved, what would be one bit of advice you would give them? Have fun. Love the game first. Love, mm-hmm. love. If, if if you didn't love something, you wouldn't do it. 
Mm-hmm. And if you keep, if you love the game, keep working hard, and know that people are going to judge you. It doesn't matter. You're going to be embarrassed. There's going to be growing pains like in life. You know, not everything's going to go your way. Keep working hard until you get it. And keep trying. If people overlook you, that's the best time to rise is when people overlook you. And I think for several years, growing up as a kid, people overlooked me. And people like, you've been overlooked? Yes, I was overlooked. And a lot as a kid, I tell like a lot of players or anybody in life, if you get overlooked, that's fine. As long as you know that's not you talking, then I have my willpower to say, you know what? I'm not sacrificing my willpower. Keep working. Keep growing. And be bar anything you do in life. Keep working. If people overlook you, keep trying. Some of the most successful people got overlooked. I mean, we have NBA players that we know and love that got overlooked. I bet Stephen Curry, he got overlooked. No one really believed in him that much. You know, late Kobe Bryant picked 13. You know, pick 13 was not supposed to be great. Um, some of the greatest successful people got overlooked. And don't be afraid of failure. I, I, I like to talk about failure sometimes because... because I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just gonna be better afterwards. But I wanted to ask about can you talk a little bit about being an ambassador and what that means? It means a lot. It means that you 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 have to set a good example and have a role of integrity and be the voice of is of inclusion. Mm. Well a lot of people in the dispute community, the voices are everything. The voices of inclusion are everything to show a person with disability that they're beyond their disability. You give them a reason to do more in their life. So being an ambassador is just not just sitting up and looking pretty and talking. It's sitting up looking at basically being the voice of inclusion, being the voice of reasoning. But also you're giving these people, these these wonderful individuals, an opportunity to really have a future, go to college, have a job, have a career, get paid, all that. So the voice of inclusion fluctuates in so many ways to where you're like, wow, you, you, you look at, you look at, for example, anyone know Riley? Shout out to Riley. Yeah. Mm, shout out to Riley. Yeah. So, I think she might be a little jealous, so I'll give her the microphone after it's over. <laughs> so it's, it's what is this is have voices like that for them to have opportunities to succeed in the real world. And I think that's the most important thing. Not mm. only you're giving the voice of inclusion, but giving them hope and some inspiration to succeed in the real world. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. Be in a position to help others. Yes. That's what my grandmother, God rest her soul, always told me. Be in a position. Have a platform to help others. And I, I can't thank you enough, Anise. Uh, creation for cause. Creation for cause to, to put a platform for myself to uh, hopefully it could touch some people. You know what I mean? To find out there are people out there that will that have a platform that you can share with them and then you can pass that on to other people too. I love creation for cause. It's the biggest thing next to my son's birth and my wedding that uh, I could be part of this. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. <clears throat> Tell us about what, who's your favorite team, Paul? I, I gotta know this. I know we, I don't mean to change the subject. I think I love all this. Well, what, what, which, which team you're talking about? Let's talk about the NFL. Well, since I'm from Seattle and I'm a big Seahawks oh, fan, yes. but I do show love to the Raiders, though. I mm-hmm. do show love because I do so much community community work for 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 the. 
for nonprofits and everything. I do mm. show I show love for the Raiders, mm. but also I cheer for the Raiders and I cheer for the Seahawks. Just to say it though. So I'm a big Seahawk fan, but also I like to watch the Raiders as well too. How are you feeling about Seattle this year? What are you thinking? I'm actually very excited. They they when we traded Russell Wilson, I almost had a heart attack. No, like our, our, I did fran- too. I our did. franchise quarterback was gone. And I'm like, but I looked at it. I'm like, wait a minute. We got all those draft picks coming. Mm-hmm. Okay, G- Gino. Okay, we'll see what you got. Gino, you, you were successful when Russell went down. So when I saw it, when we started really believing again is when we went on that, like, four-game win streak, five-game win streak, and we showed that you, we drafted well. We got away. We got all those draft picks coming. We have a very nice young team. A lot of people are not really seeing it. This team is developing to a very team that – if they're going to be pretty scary. You know, you, they drafted well. They got top five draft pick. They got – they had three – I think two or three first-rounders, second-rounders. They they drafted really well for next two or three, four years. And they might knock on wood. No, nothing don't happen to them. They don't get injured. No injury curse doesn't loom Seattle. They could probably be a pretty good team or very good team or contender in the next maybe couple of years if things go right. And they're in a tough division. I think the um... – you know, San Francisco 49ers are probably favored right now, uh, more than likely. But, Ugh. but you know, Pete Carroll is a good coach, oh, yeah, and Pete you have Carroll. a good quarterback, oh, yeah. uh, a solid quarterback. Um, he played well last year. So, Oh, yeah, so we, 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 we are ready. We got the running back. How do you feel about that 2,000 yards, that 2K Kenneth Walker ran last year? Oh, oh unbelievable. He unbelievable. Came, he came out of nowhere. I mean, when we drafted him, we were like, okay, we'll see what you got. You know, it was him and Rashad Penny, they were – Sharon mm-hmm. Rashad Penny got injured. I'm like, oh, wow, this guy is amazing. This guy was out here really going off and really carrying the offense for some of the games. And we're like, this guy is really going to be very, very special. Hold on. I got a phone call real quick. Hold on. Wait a minute. You ready? Santa Claus? Oh, <laughs> uh, what? Really? All right. Guess what? What? Me and Santa Claus agrees that the Seahawks are winning the West. The Niners are on the downslide. The Rams are on the downslide. And the other team, oh, it just don't mean nothing. We'll have Seattle to, yeah, is we'll, going to win. We'll have to have NFC. you later on in the year. Seattle and maybe maybe we can have the a, NFC, a, a, a... The NFC West. You're hearing it right now. I hope they do. August 30th. Big Al's prediction. <laughs> right? Seattle wins the West. Whatever, we we got to talk about these aces here. Yes. Like, like you ready for this? Yeah. First of all, Becky Hammond, Hall of Fame coach. Yes. It is scripted that Vegas will have their back-to-back champions first time ever. Yes. That 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 right there has somebody put a put a fire extinguisher on me because <laughs> the Aces are going to go. They 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 just recorded their 30th win. Yep. Candace Parker, CP3, she's hurt, but when she comes back for the playoffs, they're going to have that incredible run that they ran when the season started. Remember? Yep. yep. When they took off 14 and what? 14 and 0? Yep. 13 and 0? Yep. So they just, Candace, get healthy, mama. Stay chilling, get healthy. We're going to need you in the playoffs. Miss Hammond, you got the ladies focused. Asia, keep dropping 50 cent pieces, okay? Like you dropped 53 the other night ago. Kelsey, love you. Gray, Gray, keep doing what you're doing because here, we can't – you talk about the parade you had the first time. The second time, back-to-back? Oh, yeah, we had Back-to-back? You're going to see Big Al, Mr. Brooks, JP, the whole creation for cause right there in the front row. You got it, 100%. Aces, back-to-back. 
Well, how are you feeling going into the playoffs? About the, him, the yeah. ages? I feel I feel really good. Like as soon as we get Candace back, mm-hmm. I think we I think we can really make a run at this. This though we gotta prepare. I know the favorites are Liberty and the Aces. Aces, uh, uh, all that Liberty. Liberty is Liberty's pretty tough. They're they playing get, tough. I was they're, gonna they're, say they played really. They played, really, they, they played they, last they, night. They, they played really. They're really tough. So they have a really good chance. You know, I don't think this is the Aces team at their best yet. We haven't. Exactly. We haven't seen the. They haven't beat exactly. the best version of us because we don't have everyone yet, and we're still be finding ways to win. As soon as everyone comes, it comes back at hundred. Then watch out. We 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 are for real. We want that. We want that championship parade. We want the back to back. We want the Aces should be the first first back to back team. And every, as when everyone gets healthy and comes back and everyone's ready to go, I think we have a good shot at winning back to back. Put some respect on it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk maybe a little baseball. Uh, are you a baseball fan at all? Oh yeah. So yeah. Seattle. The reason I, I was oh, thinking since yeah. I now know, know that you're kind of from Seattle and you probably yeah. root for the Mariners. Uh, yeah, they're, they've been coming on strong. Are they going to make the playoffs? They're making a strong push. Yes, we're going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We, we I mean it was it, it was it was crazy that they we we managed to beat the Houston Astros. We swept the mm-hmm. World Champs. That was incredible incredible and, and just really shown that ever since all-star break they've been very good i've been turned on the tv and watching them again and now people are starting to respect the manners they got something going on out th- up there i hope they can keep the pieces going and everything going like that and i think we have shot world series championship you the world baseball is a, mlb is a very tricky game you only you, you you can be an underdog team and win the whole thing if you if if mm-hmm. if, 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 it, if it really want to so i i just call the manners i'm rooting for them and I, and I hope they can make a strong run, play, run in the playoffs and get out get out the first round because we haven't been out the first round in forever. I got a feeling the Mariners going to do it because the Mariners are doing exactly what the Braves did mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. They were worse and got hot right after the All-Star break, mm-hmm. and the Braves won it Yes, two years ago. And the Mariners are the hottest team in America since the All-Star break. And Seattle's going to have to score about five or six runs a game when the playoffs come because Houston can do that in a snap as well as the Orioles. So I think, honestly, the winner of the World Series, Mr. Brooks, mm-hmm. here's another one. Here's another gem I'm about to throw on you. I think you're going to pander to our guests. The winner I'm going to wonder if this is going to be a trend. World, the World Series matchup is going to come out of the AL West. That could be the Astros, the Mariners, or the Rangers playing either my Atlanta Braves or the L.A. Dodgers. Take your pick. I thought you were going to go out and say that the, you thought that Seattle was going to win the World Series, which it's possible. It is possible. I agree with that. That's what's cool about baseball, right? And that's what's cool about October baseball and the playoffs mm-hmm. coming soon. So we'll see soon. But I definitely got a good feeling that they'll make the playoffs. And I think that you'd be happy. Not that you don't want them to see them win at all, but if you if I said at the beginning of the year they're gonna go to the playoffs, I think you would take that, right? Oh yeah, I, I would take. I noticed that from like last year, like they they were they were okay in the playoffs, but it was their first time again like since I was like a kid, like probably ten or eleven years old. Last time they were play playoffs, and I'm thirty, so that's that's a long time. Ichiro, Ichiro Suzuki, that's Ichiro, Ichiro, Ichiro Suzuki, and those guys they love Ichiro. They they held it down, so now now that. Now we're actually coming back and now taking more seriously. Mm-hmm. They can really start, 
you know, taking that next step and getting on the Mariners can get on the same level as the Seahawks and the Sounders yeah. and the Storms that have been winning championships. And now if the Mariners can win one, Seattle can really be the be the true Emerald City of not only just great people and great everything, but just having those championships to back it up, they'll do. Guess what, JP? Mr. Brooks don't know what we talked about. What? Remember the two NBA teams I told you that's coming? Oh, yeah, expansion. Oh, expansion. Yeah. It, yeah, the expansion. Seattle's got one and we got one. Yeah, they're bringing back the Supersonics and they're bringing in Las Vegas. Yeah. We don't know what the NBA team would call in Las Vegas, but I know the expansion team. I'll make mm -hmm. a prediction. The Sonics are not Oklahoma City Thunder. That's We can go ahead and end that right now. That's, that's, not, that's not okay. A lot of people got upset when that happened. Mm -hmm. So... Mm. See the the, the 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 Seattle if they go up there the Sonics they should just bring the Sonics back. Yep, and, I agree with and, that. And retire everybody from Sean Kemp, mm. Jeep, Gary Payton, mm. the Deadless Shrimp. Mm -hmm. All those guys can retire those jerseys in peace, peace where that where they belong. And then Las Vegas is becoming the sports town, the sports capital of the world. I mean, yep. what do we got? We got the Super Bowl coming, Formula One. We got the NCAA Final Four on the way. Baseball is going to come. Baseball's coming. So Las Vegas is going to be a great market to where we, we're going to have a lot of things. We show that NBA can work here with the Summer League. Mm. Everyone's coming out here. You see the sports stars mm -hmm. and the, in attendance. So I think well, it's going to be exciting that the expansion team in Seattle and Las Vegas are the ideal choices of of an expansion team, an expansion draft, because it, it's a great sport market. It's great place to raise your great great place to raise your children all that it'll be it's going to be phenomenal i'm very excited Even about the both teams moved here in 2000 there wasn't jack here i'm just being honest mm -hmm. there i was complaining years ago there was no culture there mm -hmm. was no sports there was nada it wasn't and growing up it i'll was, tell you from a local nothing. pov was there wasn't i mean i grew up in la there were museums there, you know it was what i grew up culture this place is slamming now like really it's come so far we have some of the coolest, most interesting people who are here frequently if they don't even live here by now. And we've got these great teams. And you're right, these new teams coming up. I love it. I think it's super exciting. Oh, yeah. With all this new vibe coming here with these sports teams, look like you and me going to have to hit the streets. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. We're going to have to hit the streets, you and me. Mm-hmm. How's that? That and, sounds and good. And get more, get more for creation, for cause, for Special Olympics. Yep. I'm there. And best buddies. And best buddies. Yes. When you, you want to go too? And JP, you come. Yeah. I'm down. You yeah. come. Special Olympics. You come. And you come. We got to have a street team. That's going to be coming to you soon, America, okay? It's going to be coming soon. Best buddy, creation, for cause. And Special Olympics. And Special Olympics. And 702 Sports hitting the streets for you. Because there's too much coming out here. Now, on a college football note, oh, are yeah. you a Husky fan? Sometimes. With Michael Penix Jr., the quarterback? Some, some, sometimes. I'm going to be laughing. So I watch the University of Huskies, but I'm, I have two college teams. Okay. So my, one is the was UW Huskies. And also, too, I'm a fan of Alabama Crimson Tide as well. Okay. Uh, okay. It's, 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 it's a gen Alabama Crimson Tide is – my dad's an Alabama fan. He's a big Alabama fan. I watches every game, listens to it on the radio. He watches him on TV at work. Whatever he wants, he loves that because it's a generational thing. Yeah. So stay with the generation. That runs deep. That, that, that run, roll tide that, runs that, deep. It, it runs deep. Mm -hmm. So I, I also support the UW, UW Washington State Husky UW Washington when I 
know when it when I, I when they're on T I watch him. But that crim, that Crimson Tide, you know, that generational thing, it, it run like like Big Al said, it just runs deep. It runs deep in the in the family in in the family. So usually my dad has rules around college football. College football. If you're an Auburn or LSU fan, he won't let you know. <laughs> unless unless you want to hear him talk talk your ear off, then that's that's different. But my mm-hmm. dad is a big um, big that so it runs deep. So I I cheer for both. I don't blame. You. So my question is, how do you think Alabama's going to do this year? Then what, Ooh, what do you expect from them? Are they going to come back? I'm I'm hoping so. But mm-hmm. that SEC is a monster. Mm-hmm. You got them Georgia, LSU had a good recruiting class coming in. They're there and the quarterbacks. I hope Nick Saban can fix the quarterback situation because, wow, that SEC, you never know. You never know. Somebody can somebody can win it all, and you'd be like, wow. So that SEC is just a monster. So my prediction, I hope Alabama wins national championship, but the SEC, that's a monster altogether. They should have a national champion based on the SEC because – Ooh, that's a monster right there. Well, I think uh, you hit on it about quarterback play, mm-hmm. um, and I think the good thing is that Georgia has to replace their quarterback as well. Mm-hmm. So um, there's both uncertainty for Georgia and for Alabama when it comes to quarterback. So but all that talent, it, w- though. Yeah, you look forward to this. Should be a great year. <laughs> oh, yeah. and and even talk about Washington as well. I'm a Big Ten guy, being a Michigan fan, and mm-hmm. and definitely it's cool or interesting. I don't know what your thoughts are on, you know, um, them not being basically leaving the the Pac-12 here coming up but it's it's very different it's very different because I'm I'm just as much as a Vegas kid as much as a Seattle kid I came out here when I was 13 mm. so I'm and I'm 30 so I've, mm. I've, I haven't lived there since it's different it's different from the people that are up there more so like say you're a big 10 you're a big big 10 guy so like wait a minute I'm not used to playing the what UW and Washington State going up facing each other and having that big rivalry it's it's completely different now. So um, you're sitting there like, wow. And there's a lot of tradition. A lot of people don't talk about in, in, in college sport the traditions. People don't talk about those traditions, what those conferences mean, mm-hmm. and the traditions that come along with it mm-hmm. and to the fellow alumni. So it's going to be a little different. I'm excited to see it, but it's going to be a little different. It's going to take a couple years getting used to because you're not playing the same teams that you know that you have those rivalries with. It's going to be a little different. And I think from my perspective, uh, I I understand it would be weird for sure if I was a Washington fan. But I think from a Big Ten, from a Michigan fan, I'm excited to see uh, the the level of play. Be mm-hmm. you know, Washington is a great football school. Mm-hmm. They're a great you know school in general. But I mean, not just football. But when I think about football, we're talking college football. Them, Oregon, USC, UCLA, mm-hmm. all pretty like the level of play. I think for the Big Ten will be you know, better off for, for it. So, and, you know, unfortunately it comes at the expense of the Pac-12. I'm not, I don't know how I feel necessarily about the alignment, you know, realignment now, but I think it's, that ship has way sailed. It's all, you know, a lot about money at this point and, mm-hmm. and, and big TV deals, but mm. that, it, it, it kind of is what it is. They're big, you know, the kind of big, you talked about SEC, right. you know, SEC and, and not Big Ten. I think, I think they're trying to keep up with that conference because so that's like an nfl the sec it's an nfl factory pretty much of draft picks coming out like how many draft picks come out a year of that and i think they're trying to keep the same level surplus draft picks and successful athletes coming out of there so i see their reason so you're a global ambassador yes sir at best buddies which is such a blessing yes sir 
I was just wondering, me and JP and, and, and the people out there, what is it that you do at Best Buddies? The recap, Best Buddies started in 1989 mm. by our founder and CEO, Anthony Kenny Shriver, created Best Buddies in Nevada for people with one-to-one -one friendships with intellectual and developmental disabilities. We also have integrated employment. Our newest pillar, leadership, and our newest pillar is independent living. So at Best That's Buddies, great. your buddy your buddy hangs out with you once a month, talk, phone, text, email, once a week. So that's what Best Buddies does. We, we also have other programs of leadership that make sure that we're also being the voices of inclusion to help out and other people like that. My, I'm a global ambassador, so I go around the country talking and promoting the mission of Best Buddies and inclusion. Educate me. I'm old school. Mm -hmm. What does this word inclusion mean? You said to me, break that down to me. What does that that word mean? Inclusion. Inclusion means include everybody. It doesn't wow. matter what what nationality you are. It doesn't matter wow. where you come from. We're we're here at Best Ways. We're here wow. to include everybody. We love wow. you for you. We don't. We love you for you. We don't care about if you have money, fancy car, status, or none of that in the community wow. where it's so hard to find acceptance. These buddies just accept you for who you are as a person. And I think that's one of the most important things in Best Buddies. Just they accept you for who you are. That's what inclusion means. Acceptance for other doesn't matter where you come from. Just accept, to find that acceptance is just amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for the education. Uh, how, how was your start? Like, when did you start? I started back in my junior year of high school. So back in 2009, I was six. Wow. I was 16 years old. I was. Wow. I, I was. I was a bullied youth. My life wasn't really going that far. And when I found my math teacher said, "Hey, why don't you do Best Buddies?" He he set me up for this. He said, "If you don't join Best Buddies, you won't get extra credit, or <laughs> or I, I, I will I will take a grade off of your assignment." I was like, "Oh no, I'll, I'll do best. Okay, fine, I'll do it." It needed, so I opened the door. I saw friends that I hung out with. Mm -hmm. I saw the I saw the buddies being accepted. So when I joined Best Buddies, when I was in high school, we started doing activities for buddies together. I came home from my first Best Buddies event. It was bowling. My dad was telling me, mm -hmm. "Hey, mom, dad, this 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 is great. Oh my goodness!" Everyone attitude changed in school when they discovered about Best Buddies. It helped me come out of my comfort zone. If you met me at fifteen, yeah, I would not be talking to you. I'll be sitting in the corner just talking to my dad saying hi, but it was just great because it, it stopped all the bullying. It gave me confidence I need to succeed in real life. It's just incredible what Best Buddies can really do. It can help you. It got me a job working at Bellagio. I've been going on about nine years as a gym attendant now, nine years strong. Wow, that's great. So from the jobs program, it shows that it can be successful. When you give someone a personal disability a chance to work in a job, you're going to get amazing performance every day you know having that job means everything to a buddy so mm -hmm. it's a great organization it's a lot of fun i know it benefits it benefit it changes my life and i guarantee you, you guys go out to a best buddies event you meet the buddies they're some of the most nicest most entertaining most interesting people you'll ever meet and they just love you for you and i think that to me is the one of the most important things so that's what best buddies does is it's 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 amazing. We we took we went out. We've been on a long journey together, and we're going to continue keep growing and spreading inclusion throughout the valley. Wow, it's incredible. It's awesome to hear the kind of impact to start. this organization has made in your life. Mm -hmm. and that makes in the lives of a lot of people. That's that's 
very valuable. I think that's why Creation for Cause is really so keen on having them to be a nonprofit partner with us. Uh, so I think it makes a big difference, and it's great to hear all the things that um, that they've brought to your life and that you've brought to them. Because mm-hmm. um, you're an exceptional human. So thank you. Know, you. We're just really glad to have you in every way, shape, or form. Thank you. So we're back doing the last segment. I'm um, really excited to uh, introduce this. So we got AL. ALS. Al's we got wow. ALS. So we have Al's Wows. And down here at the bottom, we got JP's Picks. All right, so what do you got? What uh, What's the wage of the week? And this is what I got right here. I got the Eagles are on the road playing the Patriots. And the Patriots are rebuilding, as we know. The Eagles coming off the Super Bowl defeat. And did better in the draft with drafting a lot of Georgia players. I like the Eagles minus four and a half. Matter of fact, I'm thinking about betting five units on it. Then in college, the two quarterbacks I talked about, the two Heisman Trophy quarterbacks runner-up, Spencer Ratliff from South Carolina and May, Drake May from North Carolina, they're going to score 70 points. The odds makers got it at 64 well, welcome to the party. They're going to score a lot, lots of points in this game. So I like the over. And I think that's just worth like two or three units. JP, yeah, what so, you got? So for me, I'm thinking I'm going to go with a safe safe pick. My, I'm going to take Ravens to the money line. Uh, they're playing um, Houston, they're Texans. Playing Houston. Which Houston is uh, kind of rebuilding still. So I think that's... I um, feel pretty safe about, and it's at Baltimore, so that's yes, a tough, tough place for them to kind of go win at. And uh, college, I'm going to take Washington against Boise State. Boise State, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So that's, and I think what well, I took the first half. I think on that the one. first half's a great pick. Washington's at home, and we were just talking about it earlier. They were 11 and two last year, people. 11 and two, and that's a good record in the Pac-12. You know, um, especially with Michael Penix Jr. He is a runner-up Heisman candidate, too. So, there it is. Owls, Wows, Eagles, over in the South Carolina, North Carolina game. JP's picks, which I, I put five stars on his. Ravens, money line at home. And Washington University, first half. There it is, folks. Those This segment we will have at the end of each segment. And guess what? I think Willie liked those picks, too. Yeah, I did. Matter of fact, I wish I could get some more meat on my body for it. So next week we'll be talking about uh, it'll be the kickoff for the NFL season. Yes, so, indeed. Uh, look forward to talking uh, yes, about indeed. these college football games that we talked uh, so much about today. Looking forward to both the NFL season kicking off next week and college football getting into full swing this weekend. Full swing. I, I, I can't wait. Next week. Have a great Labor Day. Have a great, safe Labor Day. And remember, no drinking and driving. And Again, this show is sponsored by Creation for Cause, sponsored and produced for Creation for Cause. Thank you very much for tuning in, and goodbye. Bye. Peace, ladies and gentlemen. Yay!